Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold while we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. Hey guys. Happy Friday. This is Big Talking Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. And this week we have Rodney Daniels. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Big Talking Brewskies time. We also have Jason Cross. Hey, guys. We got some shit for y'all today. (laughs) (laughs) We do. We got shit for you every Friday. And joining us is Carter Ford. Oh, I have some stories. Carter Ford stories. So, uh, how was your week? I was good. It was long. Uh, Would you like a beer? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, it was long. I had a lot of rehearsals. Uh, I went on, it was my birthday on Tuesday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Your birthday was on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I disliked it very much. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. Um, I had a date. I ran into Rodney. Um... Yes, yeah. she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did with a girl that was tongue-tied. We talked about that for a long time. Tongue-tied? Yeah, tongue-tied. Like the couldn't the, speak. No, no, no. Like the the floor of her mouth is connected to the tip of her tongue. Ooh. Yeah. So like really heavy, like. This well, I mean, she can talk regularly because yeah, she grew I up with. Yeah, I couldn't tell her. when. Life. No, no, yeah. Say life. No, she talks regularly. <laughs> well, like the that. point is, is <laughs> I've kissed girls before that have been tongue-tied, but I had never kissed a girl who had been tongue-tied who tried to French kiss me. That was the weird part. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess like just the middle of her tongue would move, right? That's what was happening. Okay. She would like thrust it out like, oh. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> well, God damn. <laughs> I mean, I I would suspect that that would probably make for um, awkward BJ's, but you know, I was gonna say I feel like a BJ would still be fine, right? Probably. There's no I, such thing as a bad mm. BJ unless you get bit. That is not true. I feel like a BJ <laughs> would still be fine. I don't. I had a girl once stick a tongue in the urethra once, though. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But I'm saying she can't do that. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. She well, can't really lick your balls either, really. <laughs> that's a true fact. She'd have to... Well, I mean, you could use she the middle of the tongue. can't lick stamps. How does she send mail? True that. <laughs> just <laughs> just use the middle of your tongue. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, but you have to put like two or three in. But then you have to put like the whole <laughs> ball like in your mouth at that point. I don't know. No, I think... It, uh, like, I just... I, I think you can do it. <laughs> Wait, don't do that. <laughs> I really wish everyone could see the emotion. They can. I mean, I think that that, like, you know, probably is, is bad for, like, the, the the circular motions, you know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, probably. She could do use her neck, though. Can't she just... Like, 
But then the teeth I, are tight. What are you talking about, man? I don't like, fucking know. I'm just you're you're like, story, I never yeah. kissed a tongue-tied girl. I got nothing. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never had a blowjob from a tongue-tied girl or anything. Yeah, um, I feel like you're probably a tongue-tied magnet because yeah. I've never experienced tongue-tiedness. Well, I've met five girls that have been tongue-tied, so but I've only kissed two of them. You've met five girls that have been tongue-tied? Yeah, but I've only kissed two of them. What is it about you that attracts tongue-tied women? No, I, I, my sister often says, "What is it about me that attracts crazy women?" So really, I think that's the one. That's the thing to talk about. So, what's the craziest experience that you've had? <laughs> um, the I think the craziest experience that I ever had was um, I started uh, I started dating this girl in London uh, about two weeks after I moved after I got there. And uh, on our second date, I looked down at her finger and I saw she had an engagement ring on. Okay. Uh, and I asked her what that was all about. And she said, I thought you knew. And I said, why would I know? And she said, because you're the only dude that my fiance has ever fucked. Um, okay. To the fact where I later found out that her fiance was a girl that I had broke up with three months earlier who I had dated here in New York. Uh, but I continued to date the girl in London for three months. So I dated her while she was... Engaged to your ex? Yeah. Okay. Damn, is that why y'all hooked up? She no. She must have been she, telling the story. It's like, oh, it's good or something. She was just really nice. Yeah? I liked her, man. But what it makes that <laughs> making her crazy? Fucking couples over here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's my, ask my sister. I don't, say, I don't know that that makes her crazy. I hope they don't watch the show. Well, <laughs> I can't guarantee <laughs> that. She probably knows, though. Oh, her fiance definitely knows now. Yeah. Oh, they give me the cold shoulder every time I see him. Both of them. Uh, both of them? Yeah. It's like, oh. Which one was a better fuck? Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's a good question. Yeah, one Ooh, or two. I, I, I think I have to say it was the latter, but the first one was definitely into it more despite saying she was a lesbian. Mm. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you turn out lesbians? I've been with a few. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. I've been with Butch. four now. Very yeah. butch. The oh, more, yeah. the more butch the better. <laughs> Not the more butch the better, but it seems like they're more susceptible. To just they're more likely to be with guys. The ones I've met, the butch ones just want to yeah, try. Yeah, usually dick have like oversized titties, and they wrap them down so you don't see them in short haircuts all the time. Interesting. Yeah. Now I've been with four lesbians, but only one of them has been butch. Really? Yeah, and she had really long hair and looked really nice when you know all the clothes came off and such. Yeah. My ex girlfriend yeah. was bisexual too. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, You're just a party, Rodney. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't keep up with you. My ex girlfriend, I'm like, Huh, what? Ski <laughs> 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 mask, no face. <laughs> Who is this mass Mexican? Oh my god, I remember telling about that story the mass Mexican. The mass Mexican, yeah. Mm. No, that's funny. No, the girl that I just started seeing right now is funny. She said that she wanted to have a threesome, and then she found out it was my birthday. And then she was like, Oh, your birthday's coming up. And I said, yeah. And I said, did you? And she said, what did you want? And I said, well, you were talking about that threesome. And then she just said, oh, I'll call Christine. And I went, what? Like, you got, like, you <laughs> just know? Like that. like, <laughs> I was like, oh. that's, yeah. I was like, good on you. And How then the it? next morning, no, yeah, the next morning she was like, I think I'd feel weird doing it with Christine. And I was like, uh, why? She was like, I don't want to do it with a friend. Let's just find somebody. And then we we're going back to my place. And we got on the train, and she looks over at this girl who's blonde and, like, so white. Like, when I say white, I mean I thought this girl, like, threw cocaine on her face. Um, <laughs> and and she and we're sitting there. We're, like, laying there. I'm trying to go to sleep because it's, like, late. And I said, you need to stay up and tell me when our stop is. 
and she says, yeah, you see that girl over there? And I said, yeah. And she goes, she's a prostitute. And I was like, no, you can't just say that about people. I was like, you just can't say that. And she was, and then she was like, nah, I really think she is. I was like, how are, you, how are we supposed to find out? And she goes, you still into that threesome? And I went, what? I, I ain't got that much money on it. And she goes, I'll go 75, 25 on you. And I was like, damn. Well, it was Sounds like a deal. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and, then, yeah. and then she went over and she started talking to the girl about 15 minutes into the conversation. She turns around and mouths, she's not a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Did she get her back then? No, she didn't. Oh. No, 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 no. She was like, she's a dancer. She seems really nice. <laughs> Have you ever been with a prostitute? No. It goes against my ego. I, I got it's the freeze for me. If I had to pay, I don't feel like they were into me. Right. Mm. So it like kills the whole high of uh, being with I almost ordered a prostitute once, but I didn't. I did because I, I had a, I had a, I had like a really nice hostel to myself. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was, German it was nice. motherfuckers love it. Two bunk beds to myself. <laughs> Look, yeah, let man. me get some pussy. No, it was nice. It was like a big old room. It was bigger than this one, and and, and I just had like one big old bed. It had you know had a little sink. Where, where were you? It was uh, it was the Chelsea hostel. Oh, so it was, it was here. It was in oh, New York because okay. this girl, because uh, I was mid, I was moving apartments, right? Sure. So I was staying at a friend's professor's apartment, or yeah, a friend's uh, professor's apartment. I didn't really feel comfortable with a girl coming up from D.C. to have sex with me at my friend's professor's, professor's apartment, right? Uh, so I was like, I don't know what to do. You can stay there, but we can't, we can't have sex. And she was like, Do you want to get a hostel? And I was like. Sure. Yeah. You I was like, as long as it's nice. Deviant. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you can't call a prostitute. I can't <laughs> fuck her. And this, I'll take her to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you like all about the pussy, but you got parameters. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking this professor's bed. <laughs> yeah. So now I was like, yeah, let's go. And I love it. She came up for my show, and then like the moment she got there, she, she two things came up. One, she was seeing some dude in D.C. who knew she was going to New York to fuck some dude. And the moment before she left, he said, when you come back, if you had fucked that dude, we over. Like, and that was apparently the end of it. He ain't even use the R. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he like, said, we, we, are, over. Said, we yeah. over. We over. Over. <laughs> so then, like, she apparently thought about that the whole bus ride. You don't get a ride. full sin, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we over. There's no R's in this. <laughs> yeah, and then the There's R's no R's in this T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing that came up was apparently she got there and she went to go get money so that she could pay for the show that I was light designing. And, and she goes into her bank account and she goes, I got 10 bucks. And I went, you're in New York. What are you supposed to do with 10 bucks? And then she calls up her mom and her mom was like, I needed to buy something. It was really important. And I was like, how much did you have this morning? She was like, I had 600. And I was like, your mom took out 590 to just buy something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, why, why you do you do that? And she was like, because she'll kick me out of the house if she's not like attached to her bank account. And I was like, damn. So then she stopped claiming me as a dependent. She lost all my information. That's what I said. I was like, damn. I was like, I felt bad. And then, yeah. And then I had to pay for the hostel myself. And then I was laying in there and I was like, I could call. I could call a prostitute if I wanted. Oh, so you were just trying to get get your bang for your buck. I that was it. that was kind of how it was. Yeah, because yeah. I had to pay for the whole hostel at that point. All I got in the morning was an orange and some nasty cereal. <laughs> I don't. I've never. Um, I I don't know. I never would necessarily uh, pay for sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm out of it. I thought you were going to say pay for a hostel. <laughs> 
I wouldn't do that either. Uh, but like, I no, but I've definitely I've dated a few like male strippers. So like, I kind of feel like it's probably the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like most. Well, do you visit you know them at I mean? work? It's, That's it's, the real question. What? Do you visit them at work? Oh n- no. Well, then you're not paying for it. No, I, I'm certainly someone's paying for my dinner. I just don't know what he did to get that money. Uh, but like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Very good point. you know what I mean? But like, uh, yeah, no, there's definitely, a, I've dated like, and I feel like, I don't know, I, I know a lot of sex workers are probably going to be upset about it, but like, I feel like once you get into that, <laughs> n- no, but I know them. That's true. I know. Like probably a dozen or so, but like, I just kind of feel like strippers, for, you know, they're, it's it's like literally like a couple hundred bucks. They're going to be a hooker, like you know what I mean. So like Don't I, take much. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of feel like every like stripper probably has been um, a prostitute at some point. I mean, I gave a guy forty bucks after hooking up. Is that was like, it for ca- for cafe? Yeah, he was like, I'm really cool. Can I get like a little sicker or whatever? He just said, "Can I get forty bucks?" Yeah. Yeah, that was that was, that was that's that's that. a prostitute. You're yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he, he took the pressure off by saying, "I'm really broke. Can you help me?" Right? Yeah, so we had kind of mentioned off. that like beforehand before he came over, and then he came over. and was like, "Hey, you know, I was oh, well, like, in that yeah. case, we've all slept with prostitutes." Then <laughs> I don't. I don't uh-huh. think. I don't, I don't have two fifty to get on the subway. Can you swipe me? Yeah, right, I guess I so. Have that happened? Feel like that's quite the cheap prostitute at that point. You guys are, you know. Very generous. I'm not giving anybody shit. You said like, I ain't giving a swipe. <laughs> a subway yeah, swipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a subway not a swipe. Grown ass man, you swipe your own subway. Damn. All right. Cold blooded. Not even a subway. Cold blooded. It's like mm, no. I don't know about because because it's, it's two dudes. I spent forty hours in like, a fucking cubicle to swipe your fucking metro walk, card. Motherfucker. <laughs> you better reevaluate your life choices. That's <laughs> like, funny. <laughs> Yeah, I don't it know. It is kind of sad they need a subway swipe though. Like, yeah. aww. Yeah. She's like, I just feel bad. I'm like, damn, yeah, that's just generous. Right here. Like, that's generous. I wasn't give using them it in any way. I don't like, have unlimited way. You know, what am I swiping on? Yeah, I don't know. I actually always get caught in that because after, you know, if it's ever at my place, I always walk into the train, right? And then I get down there and I walk into the train and then they just often like, they'll turn, they'll kiss, they'll be like, bye. And it'll always be that moment where they start to walk away. And then they'll go, Carter. And I go, yeah. And they go, can I have a swipe? And I go, oh, damn. All yeah. right. And then, yeah, and I go over. And uh, that's how it goes. Actually, but doesn't, don't most people have unlimited? I feel like that's I don't, like, have, I don't unlimited. have unlimited. I got no idea. Oh. I mean, I walk do. somewhere. That's why I swipe. I only swipe I was like, to come yeah, down sure. here. Otherwise, in oh, the summer, because I would normally you live walk. in Manhattan. But I still walk everywhere. Right. I would normally walk. I walk from Brooklyn sometimes. I mean, you, you wouldn't if you live, really? Williamsburg, yeah. Just right over Brooklyn, Williamsburg Bridge. Okay. Yeah. I, when not. I used to live in Brooklyn Heights, I you know I I didn't have an unlimited. I would just walk. Stay fit, kid. Walk that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't have an unlimited, but like I'm the only person that has an unlimited. No, I do now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, like I live on 189. Not I'm, rolling like you know, that. I live on 189. I get off work on 57th at like 3 a.m. Like I, I you know, I ain't walking home. Right, the, well, that's yeah. what because I this get off why I don't get an unlimited normally. though. I never use it. I'll get an unlimited and use it twice in a week. Oh, whereas see. if I just put money on it, I could just use it as I go. When you well, need no, because yeah. I work in Times Square, so I'm like always on the train to or from work. 
pretty much. Get a bike, man. You live in Queens, right over that 59th Street Bridge, boom, get a bike. Bike is like four unlimited, four weekly unlimited. Would be how much a bike is. But I then, just don't. You're I, gonna be then sweaty I gotta get, when you right, get there, and then you gotta lock get up to your work. Bike. Then I gotta lock the bike up and change your clothes. Exactly. That like, seems like you know. Robbie's got a bike, and Robbie, <laughs> two of Robbie's bikes have been stolen. See, and yeah. that's another thing. What if I like leave out in the bar though? No. Um, they I mean, you, right? no. I mean, well, there's a place I could probably keep it, like at work. Yeah. I mean, but. I don't know if like at one o'clock in the morning when I'm getting off of work, the last thing I want to do is like ride a bike at a bar, right? Uh, It's a restaurant. Uh, You about to get some crazy overtime this day without immigrant shit. They about to be like when is that happening? (laughs) It was yesterday. (laughs) Rodney, we need you to work a double. All the immigrants were there yesterday. So really, (laughs) yeah, no. And I thought today was supposed to be like a general strike day, also, and I don't know if that happened. I mean, well, we're working, but um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but when you love what you do, it's never work. That's right. Um, but <laughs> uh, and I think that March eighth is supposed to be a day without the day women. without women. Are you going to participate in the day without women? Is that going to be a protest as well? Um, they pro- they probably will have some sort of march. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm so torn on all of this because, like, why am I going to waste a good vacation day? You know, like. Uh, I don't, and even with like the women's march, I was kind of really torn. And um, I like the idea of it, I do. But at the same time, I kind of feel like a lot of the people that are marching or striking probably didn't vote or voted for the orange turd, and I can't support that. <laughs> Wait a minute, but you work at like uh, a place where there are a lot of women, right? Uh, like, don't uh, say anything. Stop! stop. Ah, my fans. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we, we never said that. Like, like, Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> she hides me the <laughs> shit out of that comment. It's like, I like my 401k. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I work in a place that has a lot of women. I do. But so if, if like everyone so didn't, if show, up, didn't just, show up, they would just that's just like, a day of work lost. Um, that just means that that's a double day of work the next day. Uh, you, you know what I mean? It's like the the work's not going to go away because you're not physically there. It just means that like your eight hour day just turned into a sixteen hour day. Gotcha. How is that helping me? Like, you know? But uh, we should do a day without gays. Yeah, what? I wouldn't participate. You should. You should organize. You said you wouldn't participate. I, I, I would participate. No, I would. Yeah. yeah, you know we where should. all this comes from. Though. <laughs> it came from the Million Man March. Yeah, Farrakhan yeah. re- read some book about people not showing up one day, and he's like, "I'll show them. I'll have a whole day with no black people, no <laughs> black men." See how it yeah. is. Yeah. But like to me, I think it would actually make more sense to have a day where like no one spent any money. I was like, no one really cares like if you're not going to work because you're not making money that day. But they do care if you're not spending your money. Yeah. So, like, I think if you're going to strike, you should strike and not spend any money. Like, literally a day where you spend no money. So like, like, you don't swipe your metro. Fails real quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll show someone something. You know what I mean? It's like a day oh, nobody oh. swipes yeah, a metro card. Yeah. Nobody buys a sandwich. Nobody buys an article of clothing. No one goes to the grocery store. Like, literally have, like, one day where no one spends any money at all. That will say more than I'm not going to work. Mm, true that. Huh. You know what I mean? I don't know. 
But I, eat it's all above the time. my pay grade. How, how, but how would I eat? that would be my idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to yeah, buy yeah. food buy the food day the before. Day before. <laughs> oh, okay. Put my sandwich in the fridge. Food yeah, does last more than one day. Yeah, Rodney. exactly. Yeah, like I've buy heard your that food recently. the day before. That's oh, that's your bike just, day. Just like, stay at home. Yeah. But like, do you have a refrigerator? Yeah, I do. Put food in there. Good. I was gonna say otherwise. They have salt that you can put things in. Salt is probably better than the refrigerator. Really? Yeah. That's what they used to do in the old days. Salt, sandals. Yeah. We're just getting back to Jesus times. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, somebody had like uh, posted Wait, on my Facebook no. like food. <laughs> 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 they didn't have ice in those times. No. That's why they use salt. What do you think I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, and man. they weren't all dying of hypertension. <laughs> so did they have a a concept of cold drinks? No, not at all. Not really. Everything was hot. It's like back there. something, or that everything was, in the was cold. Shade. Depends you, on where you live. Can you imagine drinking that hot ass water? Well, we're talking about Jesus now. You brought oh, we're talking about water? Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, the Middle East. <laughs> all the water was hot. Yeah, because oh. room temperature would have been hot because they had no AC. Yeah, yeah. All the water was hot. Yeah. All the wine. No so, like, all the water was, like, probably piss temperature. Yeah. And they had to eat warm vegetables and fruit. That's disgusting. Warm wine. Warm? What, what, yeah. what, you've never had a warm vegetable? No. I, well, fruit. I like fruit cold. Like, oranges. Nothing's better than a cold orange. Cold warm, orange is I cool, yeah. I uh, like room temperature, like, like fruits. Fruit? Yeah. 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 Really? I don't think yeah. it's... Cold grapes are the best. You never put a grapes in the refrigerator and eat them? I have. I yeah. mean, I've done it, but, like... <laughs> these, these are true facts. I don't but, know. Yeah. But you wouldn't, like, not eat it because it wasn't, it wasn't cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't enjoy it as much. I would have to be hungry. I'm, yeah. Interesting. Or Actually, the sugar rush or the something. first fight I got into had to do with Jesus. Um, really? Yeah. And not in the way that you probably think. Like, two dudes were just, like, arguing. Uh, and they were they were arguing about the color of Jesus. Uh, Here we go. And one dude was like, yo. <laughs> one dude was like, no, like, one dude was in it. <laughs> one dude was in it. He was like, yo, it says skin bronze, hair like sheep wool. He was a black dude, right? He was a brother. And he was going on about it. And the other guy I was like. this much. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other dude was like, nah, nah. You ever see a painting? He's white. And I was like, that's a bad argument. <laughs> that's just a bad argument. And I'm just sitting in the corner doing my old thing, right? And out of nowhere, the white dude, like this argument's going on for like 15 minutes and I know where the white dude just goes alright how about we compromise I bet Jesus looked like him and I went I don't want any part I don't want no part in this whatsoever and then the black dude came over and said oh so you think you look like Jesus now and I said I didn't nothing <laughs> I didn't say a word Yeah, and then, uh, and then it started and then, uh, and then I punched him in the face and I ran away wow I just didn't want to be in it. I was like, dang. That was very Christ-like of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, turn the other cheek. That's actually funny. One fight I did, I did turn the other cheek, and I was not satisfied. Ta- um, sure no, one know. guy like slapped me in the face, and then like my next reaction was, am I going to punch him? And I went, no. And then I turned the cheek, and then he slapped me across that, and he walked away, and I went, that was good of me. And then I thought, that really fucking hurt. Why like, this motherfucker smacked you twice? Yeah, and I let him. Why? Because, <laughs> like, my, my parents were telling me. They were like, you know, like, you know, read the Bible more. And I was reading the Bible, and then I went home, and I, like, I told them how proud I was. And I was like, yo, guys, some guy slapped me. And I turned the other cheek, and then I went home, and I told my dad. My dad went, and he went, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I was like, damn. Wait, 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 and then he goes, you going to turn the other cheek now? And I was like, all right. It's bad. Yeah, I'm from uh, Philly. Philly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah my dad. 
Yeah, you like always catch Irish the man. people from Philly. You yeah, know, Philly like, don't bullshit like that, though. No, he real Irish. How come you don't have one of those beards? Me? Everybody in Philly has those beards. My dad's Irish. He got nothing. He got oh. nothing going Your on. mother is? She's black, yeah. She probably have one of those Philly beards. Are you Muslim? Nation Islam? She does not have a beard. No, you. I have a beard? No, no. I mean, actually, it's funny, too. Um, every black guy on my mom's side of the family, they just don't like beards, so they don't grow them. So I have no idea if they have any ability to grow beards. Yeah. Hmm. No, because Philly, like most dudes in Philly, black dudes have like these long ass beards and they all. Well, I mean, those, those are all Muslim dudes. Yeah. Most of the time. No, but I'm the, you know, my actually the church that I go to back at home is the uh, capital of the, uh, uh, the capital of the uh, Baptist Convention, National Baptist Convention. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we got William J. Shaw, that guy. Cool dude. What's the National Baptist Convention? That's uh, just for Baptist churches. And they have a convention? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you have, like, a president. They'll and, uh, be having and, lots of conventions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so know nothing about churches. the religion. Well, and oh. then Obama, in his second year, he had, um, he put together this, a group for religious freedom, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and our pastor was a representative for Protestant, uh, for, yeah, for Protestant, uh, yeah, so you had Catholic, you had Protestant, you had Muslim, you had Hindu, all these different representatives. Right. And yeah, and our pastor was the representative for uh, Protestant religions in America. Wow. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a he's a wise man, but huh? his services are like three hours. Well, that's Shit. that's your typical Baptist. That's Baptist. Yeah, that's that's a typical like, Baptist church, uh, yeah. Yeah, because I had like a great uncle that was like a Baptist minister. And when I was a kid, my parents used to like take me and like my mom would like bring like sandwiches in her purse because like she knew I was like going to get like cranky and hungry. And she's like, here, honey, it's really like eat something. Yeah. I'm just like, she's like, but just be quiet. And I'm like, sitting there like, like, it's like, you know, because like a like a Baptist service like that is like a six, seven hour affair. Like, you they know run the lights. They got like an intermission. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's you do. Just, you have a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone shake each other's <laughs> hands. Like, each other's this hands. is the time to go yeah, to every the bathroom. Time I go, everyone shake each other's hand. I go, Ma, I got to go to the bathroom. And she go, no, you don't. And I'm like, damn, okay. Time for, <laughs> like, time for act two. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you know, my dad's a pastor. So like, yeah. Grew up in he does three hour ser- services? Oh, yeah. That's well, what are you talking about for three hours? I mean, well, it's not just <laughs> that's a lot right, of material. It's not just the sermon, but like you have like the announcements, yeah. and then you have like all the singing that happens. Yeah, and they praise testimony, praise dancers. Well, I don't know about you. Sometimes, yeah, they sometimes they lay hands the, pr- on, the they praise lay hands dancers. On that's an hour in itself. I remember one time I fell nah, asleep. A, they don't uh, touch them on the head. And they do the shape. Yeah. Oh well, if nah, somebody catches so. the spirit, that's <laughs> another forty-five exactly. minutes. Exactly. Somebody catches the Holy Ghost. All of a sudden, yeah. And then people are shouting and like, have you know? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no. it's like 15 minutes catching the spirit, and then it's like 45 minutes talking about them catching the spirit. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, except my church, if anyone ever caught the spirit, you got like 10% of the people in you know in the crowd going, oh, yes, right? Because those are the other people that are going to catch the spirit at some point. And the other 90% going, oh, no. It's like, I got like, places to I be. I got places to be. Well, and then, you're supposed to just have off on Sunday as a Sabbath. Yeah. You're supposed to just be a church. Even if you're just doing a facial, you still got places to be. Like, I remember one time I fell asleep. You got like toes to get done. Like I fell asleep and my dad made me stand for the whole service. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh stand up. damn! <laughs> you know, yeah, I think the worst thing was I because you know I used to fall asleep when I was a kid, but I went up and I I was doing I was doing the scripture one Sunday, right? Which meant I had to sit in the pulpit like with. 
with the other yeah, with the pastors, yeah, with other else. pastors. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the seat right next to the pastor. The pastor gets up to go do the sermon. About 15 minutes in, because I had just got done like a rehearsal that went to like 1 a.m. and I didn't really want to do it. And about 15 minutes in, uh, I get my dad has a video of me just going like straight out, like right behind him. And like the guy next to me kept hitting me because I kept snoring like right behind him. And like that's more embarrassing because I mean if you're just in the sanctuary, that's fine. But you're on the pulpit. You got like hundreds of people. I'm the only person standing in the sanctuary. (laughs) 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 That was not enough. Were you in the back or in the middle? Uh, The front? Uh, Yeah, somewhere like in the middle. Yeah, that's still very good. Good Lord. Yeah. (laughs) Good Lord is right. (laughs) Call me out. Good Lord. You're not like, because you're black though. I feel like most black people like grow up in church. No, my my grandmother was heavy into it. My mother is total opposite. Ah. Mm, total, total, total. My father, I guess, a little bit, but my mother is total opposite. So yeah, I didn't get those experiences as a kid. So like, I had kind of like a division with the parents too. So like, my dad is like was super like Southern Baptist, and my mom is Episcopalian, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, and they couldn't decide upon like what religion I should be. So the only thing that they could agree upon was like. When I got to the age of like confirmation, that I should decide what religion I was choosing, and so um, you know, my like it was about probably what age is that? Like thirteen. Okay, you had to choose a denomination. Uh, yeah, so like pick a team. <laughs> yeah, that's like prison. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna be with somebody in here? You what? fucking one of us. Like, you <laughs> just take you aside, <laughs> like that's not a good when you go to Rikers. <laughs> like you're still serving you all somebody. the ghosts. It just it's just on how you do it. Like it, that's what they cared about. Like it, so like basically that 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 was what they agreed upon was that like because they couldn't agree what they were going to raise me as they would agree that i would have to pick it myself and so i think like from like i'd say it was maybe like six eight months that like they just took me to like different religions so like i went to a baptist church i went to episcopalian i went to seventh day adventist i went to like a buddhist temple i went to um like um so wait not even different christian denominations like every religion every and religion. every denomination yeah everything because <laughs> they were just like you had to pick something Damn. but whatever it is that you you decide that you want to be like we're behind that but just pick something so like you know i even i i did like a I, one of my best friends in um like uh, junior high was muslim so i went to a mosque um, like I, I went to, uh, watch a Hindi guru. Like I, like I, so they just took me to like all these different religions and I had to like sit through all these services. And, and then like at the end of it, when I think I had been doing it for like eight months and Shit. I had, and so then they, God, s- damn, you really studied. Y- yeah, no, they, it was like, it was important for them, for me to, to pick a faith. And so, like, after they, they, you know, we went to a big dinner and, you know, they're just like, okay. So, and, and my, my parents are rattling off, like, well, you went here with this one and you did this with that one. And um, so now it's your, your turn. Like, oh, what did you decide that, that spoke to you the most? And I was like, uh, what is the religion where you believe in God, but you don't believe in religion? <laughs> and they're like, uh, that's an agnostic. And I'm like, that's me. And so and then they're just like, you did all of that and nothing. And I was just like, no, because the only thing that I could agree upon was that no matter what you went to, everybody believed in a God. But I don't believe that a God would make people hate each other because they believed in different religions. So I think that religion is the problem, but God is real. 
And so then there's like, all right. But like my mom is still kind of like on the fence about it. Cause like if I had to go to the hospital and like, they were just like, Oh, like what faith are you? And I'm just like, uh, I don't have a faith. I'm agnostic. My mom's like, she's a Christian. you know i always tell people i'm like people are like why do you go to church if you know you just say you like you're spiritual i'm just like i believe in a community like i believe it's really nice to have a community of people and i you know like i i could say that i was agnostic but i do believe that it's really nice to have a community of people and i think that if you go to a church that is not that does not hate other denominations or hate other other religions then i think that that's the kind of community that you want to be in you but know. don't they all hate on each other? No. Like, I can say the couple of, of times I've been to church, they make fun of other religions and other churches. Yeah, see, I don't know. Well, my church in Philly definitely doesn't do that, and that's that's what I love about and it. And everybody from their cool. church says the same thing to me. They say, well, Catholics won't say that. No. Baptists won't say well, that. Well, no, I'm, I've been to some Catholic churches that don't, and I just don't believe in the way that they go about their services, so that's why I don't go to a Catholic church. But yeah. then sometimes you just find it through things. Like, I went to this Presbyterian church in... Um, in Brooklyn, it's called the First Presbyterian. Good music, great, great service, right? I had a great time there for like four months, and like, uh, you know, around the end of the fourth month, we got in, and uh, somebody went up and made a sermon making fun of Baptist people, talking about how dumb it was the way that they went about. And I was like, that's not even right. Like, we don't do, hop man. around yeah. like that. Like, I was like, you I've been going to, like yeah, <laughs> I was like, I've been going to Baptist church since I was eighteen. I've never gotten up and going, yeah. Like no, that's not no. Like I've that's seen not a thing. I was like, I, I was like, all these people have seen the Blues Brothers too many times. Oh, I can like, see the yeah. light. <laughs> can you see the light? Everyone like dancing up and down, jumping on trampolines. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm more like a uh, Baha'i faith. Like I believe in like everything. Like I don't think that any religion's like really wrong, and like I believe that everybody's right, and I subscribe to like several different types of religion. Yeah, yeah. this sounds yeah. like Buddhism. I mean, well, right. I subscribe to parts it's, of Buddhism. Yeah. I subscribe it's more subscribe of a philosophy. To, yeah, it's like a philosophy. Hmm. Yeah, and that to me makes more sense. But like, I just, I feel like the most of the problems with mankind are stemmed in uh, religious strife. And when you agree on so many different tenements of religion, but you just can't uh, cross the bridge because you call yourself different things and like. You call yourself different things like what? Because of the kind of foods you eat or the time of day that you pray or, you know, the the garbs that you wear. And these are just very, like, superficial things. But if you just get down to the, the brass tacks, nuts and bolts, you believe in a higher power that creates things that does good or helps you do good or that you do good in the name of. And that's the basic fundamental, I believe, of most religions. Yeah, most religions have the same like basic principles. Like, right. You study all the no, religions. True, yeah. They all have the basic, basic same principles. principles. And it's like when we and the same stories. Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, with the, different like with the story of resurrection names. is almost in every religion. Yeah. The, the three day death and then the resurrection. Well, I mean, is even in every religion. I mean, even the Bible. It's just it's all the stories up until Isaiah, and then Isaiah's lineage, and then you got uh, the Quran, which is all the stories up until Ishmael, and then it's Ishmael's lineage, and you're just like, all right, like we got we got all the way up to Abraham, and then these two people picked two different brothers, and then just went that way. Right. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. But like the 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 
the foundation, the, like the core of it all, is is very similar. Even if you were to map like Buddhism or, or Tao or, or whatever onto it, the foundation is all very similar, and everybody's kind of believing in the same things. What starts deteriorating our connections with each other is is our cultural differences, and that is really, to me, just. Um, uh, a means of, of separation and domination by uh, politics. So I believe in a god. Like I don't not believe in a god, but I don't. Yeah, believe. that's the only one that I can't like get with. Like the whole science, like people that don't believe, like like atheists. Like, atheists. I just it's, like, all, like, it's all the same thing, though. I mean, science is there, but I don't know I mean, why science you can't is, believe in a god. You know what I'm saying? Right. Science like, is I mean, on the other side of it. I mean, they all go together well no atheists believe that there is like not a higher power like at all that like they don't believe in a god and a god there is no god period that's like there's like a big bang and like now i feel like atheists are lazy thinkers right because even if you believe in a big bang whatever the catalyst of that big bang is you could call a god figure right because no there's yeah i mean yes uh, there's really three different types of way that people look at the world Uh, well at least the majority because you have evolution you have creationism, and then you have um, divine. I forget what it's called. It's called divine. Um, uh, it, it's basically it, it describes that ev- it describes that evolution happened, but it targeted humans so that we could grow and become the people that God wanted us to be become. If okay. That makes any sense? Okay. And it's basically just that He led us this way, but. It still means that all evolution is real and so on and so forth. And just our concept of seven days and our concept of, you know, each thing that was created after each other is just different than the way that they that they wrote it down to begin with. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. I, I'm I really it, it's like divine. It, it's re- it's a really cool concept to look up. And it's just basically the concept that God created the Big Bang and the stories that were written were written by people who were trying to figure out how God did this, right? But nonetheless, God still is the person that led us in this direction. Right. Yeah. Um, Ariel, we're all like, yeah. wait, wait, what? 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 <laughs> like, did you Google it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was God. <laughs> it's like you see. It's like everybody is a different belief, but they're all getting along. Everybody follows suit. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I just feel like I don't know. A, I think atheists uh, kind of. I can understand atheism, and I think that I probably understand atheism better than I understand like like extremist religious belief or cults or something but i feel like you can't just like it it, it's for me atheists like see the street they're like oh i can get across the street but i don't feel like crossing the street like you know what i mean it's like it's there they see it but they they just don't want to take the extra steps to get there but okay. you know, because it's I, I like mean, there's something but, out there. But when you do hear some of the rhetoric of some religions, it'll make a, I can see how atheists think like, "What the fuck?" No, are they and, talking about. And I, I 100% I, agree you know, I, I, with that. I agree, but at the end of it, it's like, where did the root happen? Like, what caused all of this? 
No, I, I think it's a well. semantical issue. Right. Because, like, you know, I believe in the Big Bang, but what, what was the catalyst the of big the Big Bang? bang. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see, but the, and the atheist just, like, stop at Big Bang. It's like, even if you could say, okay, the Big Bang, it's like, you know, something... I, even if you don't want to call it a god, and I don't have to necessarily call it a god, but whatever the catalyst was to the beginning of everything, that is the godhead, that is the god figure, god particle, whatever sort of name you want to give it, a rose by any other name yeah. is still a rose. But Oh, we're calling Shakespeare. Oh, <laughs> that's how we do that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a service. With a rose by it. another name, not smell as sweet. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, okay, call it whatever you want. But in my mind, the catalyst of of everything, for a, a lack of a better word, because I, you know, I'll call it a god. But I don't necessarily feel like a god is some sort of like old man in the sky. No, he but, is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me or more, Cotter. True that. Does he speak to you? Like, you know who said something that really made me think about it hard, though? Not like the existence of God, but just God in general. Like, say I had kids, right? Mm-hmm. And you met my kids, and they told you they were scared of me and fearful. Wouldn't you think I was a fucking nutcase? Uh, but then you hear people say, I'm fair. I'm God-fearing. I fear God. I fear. And it's no, always so, not when I hear people I've talk about people. the fear of it, it's like, what the fuck? Well, no, I've seen well, people talk about it, but I, I don't. I doesn't person, it make you like wonder. I like, wouldn't think that you were a nutcase. I just think that I don't. If I, 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 I would think parents. you were a dick. If I had kids, they were like, oh, he's fucking scary. And well, you no, better I do took, exactly what he says. Or he's going to send you to a place that's where you burn I up grew, all day. No. It's like, you would think I was crazy. I would just think you were an asshole. My dad was like crazy, but like. I don't know. I was fearful of like my parents growing up. Like, you know what I'm talking Anybody about. Anybody that's you got good parents, you're gonna fearful. fucking burn up Very and true. get stuck and good with a pitchfork <laughs> for the rest of your life if well, you no. masturbate. I took like a two-year religion class, and huh? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when, when you're a kid, certain things are fearful that that you you scared of things. No, I'm just saying, like, like kids kid, are scared of the boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying that when people like talk about God, sometimes they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm very God fearing, and you don't want to get on the wrong side because you'll go to hell and this, and you'll be condemned." And like, if you take a person, yeah, but those people are also afraid of their own shadow. Yeah, what I'm saying, you would just think so. Or masturbate. I just understand people's train of thought. Well, you get a hairy palm. You can't masturbate, my friend. Like, now, if you, you masturbate, your you're going to get stuck with a pitchfork in your ass for the next 30,000 years. I figured that years. out. That's how I ended up with glasses. And I couldn't stop ever since. <laughs> Good. So now you took religion class for two years. Oh, I was, yeah, I took oh, yeah, religion sorry. class for two years. And, and my teacher went on this long rant after we had to read the whole Bible like in a week. And, uh, and then after he said, so what did you get out of it? What kind of person do you think God is? And then everybody had different opinions on it. And then he said, all right, it seems as if you guys all have a bias and you didn't read this book correctly because I'm going to give you numerous quotes and numerous stories to prove you that God's a dick. And then he went on this whole, and he went on this whole thing. He was like, I believe that God created the world, but I also believe that he's selfish and he wants people to praise him every day. And it was this whole thing. Wait, is he saying God is Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what i got out of it why do you think people will paint him as a white man uh it's terrible uh it, wait is he orange <laughs> that was a good one so um but no it was just it was just very interesting too because even at the end of that two-year class i got a c in christianity a b in judaism and an a in islam 
um, which is funny because I, I'm still, you know, I still go to church. So, an A in Islam, an A in Islam, my friend. Damn, I got an A. I got it right. Well, I think it was the one that I had the least bias to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I could never be Muslim. I like pork too much. Then you couldn't be Jewish. You couldn't be Jewish either. I couldn't be Jewish either. You no, be Jewish either. You couldn't be certain kinds of Christian. Oh yeah, because I like sucking dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Dick and pork is keeping you out of heaven. Yes. Dick and pork will keep you out of heaven. We just come full circle. God um, made both. Okay. <laughs> blow jobs, religion, blow jobs. Right? You know, Ooh, if God didn't jobs. want you to do it, He wouldn't have given you the desire to do it. Hello. <laughs> but uh, that's another thing too in religion. It condemns too much shit that yeah. people do naturally. It's yeah. right because I had to find my own. Like, okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna deal with like my own way of dealing with God because, like, you know, I'm gay. There's like not like a there's like there's some no gay, gay religion. Yeah, there? there's like a gay religion, and like so many religions like condemn gay people. Like all of them. Like yeah, but with the exception of there are many, there are many communities. There are many communities with many different spirituality, like spiritualities that do talk about an array of different types of sexualities and so on and so forth. And they and those types of communities don't even condone to religion. They just condone to a certain kind. Exactly, of, which is I mean, like how I think religious philosophy. Yeah, it's but like, like, how do you find yourself? Uh, being like I, I mean I would assume that that you would consider yourself to be Christian yes um, and for like part, yeah. for the most part yeah. and so like how do, and you your your father is a pastor yeah so how do you find a place in the religious world when uh, it's called Jim Beam <laughs> 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 I mean well I don't know like I came to terms with it when I was like. 18, 19, and I came out to my whole family, like everybody separately. And I don't know, it kind of just like opened up my dad's eyes because he wasn't like he would get on the pulpit and openly like talk about homosexuals going to hell. And like I had to grow up with that. Like there's like a certain point when I was like 15, 16, I was like depressed about the whole situation, wanted to just like kill myself because I'm going to hell because I like sucking dick, you know, like I can't control that. And so I don't like once I came out, like everybody started thinking differently about the whole situation and eventually my dad told the whole church i was gay and like when like i get married he's gonna come to like you know my wedding and stuff and like they're like like it was like a slow process but would your dad do the sermon uh i don't know if i would ask him because it's like work for him okay but (laughs) 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 i mean that's just instead of of just like you know enjoying it like maybe you should just sit there yeah you can just sit there and enjoy it all you know well, that's just the whole thing that I say about community, too, because I think religion is specifically about community. Because if you find a community that really means something to you and is the way that you kind of want to live your life, right? And if you go to a Christian church that, you know, goes over certain things and say, hey, you know, things were a certain way back then. Different biased people wrote the Bible at different points, but it doesn't it doesn't take away from the core of what the religion is trying to say. Exactly. That know? was always my argument because everything like in the Bible like, it was written by different people. It was written by different That's people. That's another yeah. point. But what's, what was changed was, and what wasn't changed. A lot well, of stuff actually, was changed it's two too. Different, yeah. Yeah. There's and two there's different books missing things. in most of the Bible. The fact of the matter is books. there's an Old Testament and there's a New Testament. In the New Testament homosexuality is not mentioned at all. It's only in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament there's like all these like rules and like crazy things that like people were God supposed burned to do. down the city. But, yeah, I mean, they but changed a bunch of stuff because they thought it would be better to sell. Like specifically the Old Testament. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's what they did, and, and that that's that doesn't make any sense. But there's no 
there's, there's so the Old Testament should be the Bible then, which is the Torah. Yeah, the Torah is yeah, what we're yeah. saying because yeah. I mean, you know, how are you gonna make amendments to God's word? Oh well, yeah, true that. Right, but I also think it's interesting in like Judaism that they don't believe in a hell, which I feel is like the the like the the fundamental core of keeping people on and the right. Well, no, they, they don't believe in a heaven. They don't believe they, in they, either. They don't believe in a heaven or a hell. Yeah. Really? Well, they no. know that hell exists, huh. but they don't believe that they go to hell. There's so this whole thing about Abraham's bosom, which is there's this whole really interesting thing about Abraham's bosom, which is where. Uh, Abraham went and all these very religious people would go in hell but it's not heaven it's just a point and it means that they're not going to suffer in hell does that make sense but it means that other people go to hell does that make sense I mean, I mean, I don't know. I when they don't I believe their their followers will go to hell. No, like, so they don't go though. to hell. There's this thing called Abraham's bosom, and you know, it's based off of Abraham, right? And it was created when Abraham did all uh, did all those things. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> like heaven would be Miami. Abraham's bosom was like Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, but then they You're close believe. enough to drive there, but you don't live there. That's the thing, but they don't. They don't. They don't believe in Miami. That's the point. It doesn't. Ex- I mean, it's there, but uh, people can't go there. When they die, they can't go there. It's only when Jesus died that it allowed us to be able to go up there with everyone. And then Christians believe that everyone that was in Abraham's bosom went up to uh, heaven when Jesus died on the cross. How come hmm. there hasn't been a newer, newer testament? The newer, newer testament is the Quran. Even past that, uh, well, uh, you know what I mean, because no we're one, constantly evolving. No one's doing that. Yeah, it should evolve. Yeah, I mean the newer Newer Testament would be Mormons. Or yeah, Scientologists. Scientologists. Mormons wrote well, the Mormons third one. Well, Mormons is based, you know, it started by a Freemason, right? Yeah, yeah, and then and then yeah. you got the Third Testament, and a lot of it has uh, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. <laughs> a lot of it has Freemason doctrine inside of it. I'm still trying to figure out what the special underwear for. What word? Oh, the, the magic underwear. Yeah, the magic underwear. And, <laughs> like what? Like it does, does, does their do their genitals levitate? Like I don't understand. Like what is? Ooh, what does? You can only hope. <laughs> Maybe they're like upside down. Actually, yeah, one time my genitals disappeared. That was a weird thing. Um, was it cold? Yes. Um, yeah, I tried to have <laughs> sex with a girl next to a frozen lake on Staten Island. Didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. Oh. I hate when that happens. That's what I'm saying. It happened twice. What, having sex with a girl? girl? (laughs) (laughs) You got to be very specific, Rodney. I mean, I just don't, you know. He said it's not that bad. bad. (laughs) He's like, you know, I'll do it. No, genitals don't work. (laughs) It's like like eating broccoli. I mean, you'll do it. I'll do it, right. You put some cheese on it. If I'm hungry. If it's there in front of me, I'll suck on some titties. But... You know what I've always thought about? I've also I've always thought about what if I what if I suck some titties and then out of nowhere I just got some like I got something out of it and I'm like yo you had kids like just didn't know that you know what I'm talking about milk yeah well that's what I meant by something oh, I thought you were <laughs> blood yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would freak me out that's what I'm saying right would that freak you out like I don't I mean I might like it but the point is it still freaked me out I mean well change the subject. I peed on a guy, and I enjoyed it this weekend. Like it happened, like so, it was this weekend. Yeah, this you peed on a guy weekend. this weekend. Yeah, I did. Was that one of the fun? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was in Florida. From and the I Bible up to with piss, guy. right? Exactly. And then we were in the middle of like you know hooking up, and I was like, oh, I gotta use the bathroom. And he was like, why don't you just do it on my chest? And I did. Was it drunk piss or were you sober? 
It was Trunk Piss. Oh, so oh, you okay. with Trunk Piss. You do, you wow. What? <laughs> now I think that the real question is: Was it your bed or his? It was in the couch of the hotel. Okay, so okay. nobody had to sleep on it. That's right. Yeah. Line. No. Oh, and I didn't. Part. I was like, I started, and I was like, wait a minute, it's about to drip onto the couch. Like, I'm not trying to pay for that. Let's stop. So did he clean up before y'all? Oh, I made him take back? a shower. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you peed. I was like, go clean yourself up. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like throw my towel. Exactly. It's like clean yourself. Right. But like, I had somebody like pee on me inadvertently one time, and I was like, oh no, I'm not like not into that. Like while we we're in the shower. But this time I was just kind of like, oh, okay, like. Wait, how did it not drop on bit. the couch? It was just, I don't know, it was just like on his chest. Did he have a concave chest? chest? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. My roommate. I'm I, like, hell. I had, uh, four years ago, I had a roommate who had a concave chest. chest. <laughs> he ate, he used to eat cereal out of his out chest. Out of his chest? Yeah, and one day, uh, my friends and I, we came back. <laughs> we, were, we were like so drunk, and we went over. His, he had this top bunk. We went over. We were like, oh, guys. I, I was like, I got some old milk. I'll pour it right. It's going to be awesome, right? And we poured the milk in. We all started laughing. I woke up the next morning, and I was like, yo, Connor, I can't believe you drank that milk. And he was like, I didn't drink that milk. And I looked up, and Aaron's bed was just, like, soaked in, like, old milk because he had rolled over. Uh, it was I was like, damn. Sucks. Ew. And then he was like, what happened? And I said, you peed. So, now, Carter, like... I know that you had mentioned that you are. Uh, are you a comic? Uh, no, no. So I, uh, I have a company that does uh, uh, immersive activism shows. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing two shows next week. Um, if anyone knows who Amiri Baraka is, he's a black poet and playwright. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so we're doing a. Uh, we're doing a. A, he's an author as well, right? Yeah, he's an author yes, as well. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he just died recently, which is really sad. Yeah. Um, but uh, he wrote the show The Slave and the Dutchman. One was a past representation of interracial dating or interracial relations. And then you had The Dutchman, which was his present day representation of it. But The Dutchman is very obviously, it obviously takes place in the 1950s. Uh, so the point is, is because that's such a popular piece, we're doing that piece now as a past representation of it. And then we've devised a new piece. Uh, as a present-day representation of it. Uh, so I've directed The Dutchman. I'm also um, in it as well. Uh, basically, the point is is we're using two racially ambiguous actors. Uh, if you are just listening, I'm biracial. Um, and, uh, and we're using mass work to talk about how race is a projected thing and how you project it onto somebody, like your opinion of what that race is. And, uh, and, then, yeah. and then right after that, uh, a show that I'm co-directing with... Uh, brilliant girl named uh, Syra Muhammad uh, is uh, it's called Strange Fruit and uh, it takes place in a museum and it's also about interracial dating in the present day and yeah and I'm really looking forward to it it's on the 25th it's at Pace University at 2 and 8 and uh, and yeah and you can literally just type in Dutchman and the Strange Fruit on Facebook and it'll come up you can RSVP and as soon as you RSVP if you don't go to Pace then I will put you on the list and you can uh, it's donation based you can literally give a quarter. We just want people to come out, see the show, and then a company called Newcore, which is a company that fights for uh, more conversations about race. Um, they're setting up a talkback session to have to just talk about you know what it means to see shows like this and uh, what you took out of it. So, so now the show is at Pace, and uh, it's when again? It's the 25th, the, so it's next Saturday, and, and it's at 2 and 8. Okay, and for people that don't know where Pace is, 
Uh, Pace University. It's uh, in the financial district. It's at One Pace Plaza. If you put it on your phone, or also One Forty Beekman Street. Uh, and yeah, and it's just right there. You just go up to security, say that you're going to see a show called uh, The Dutchman by Stand Up Productions, and then somebody will come out and get you. Awesome. So nice. now, um, what made you want to get involved in this project? Um, so this is a project that I pitched to this production company, and they just happen to be producing it, uh, which is awesome because it's my last year at Pace University, uh, and I'm actually a I'm a business major, uh, entertainment management major. And uh, so I actually have a company right now called the Triage Arts Company, uh, which also encompasses another company called Humans Playground. And uh, the three things that we focus on is I focus on doing immersive activism work, work where audience members can come in and be a part of the show in some type of show that has some type of uh, something something to do with activism and uh, basically things about fighting homophobia, transphobia, racism, and sexism. Uh, and also uh, classism as well, we just started doing as well. And, uh, and yeah, we also do outreach. I've gone to a few Boys and Girls Club and done improv, and uh, I built a few shows with a couple sh- uh, Boys and Girls Clubs. The last one that I did was um, about the last uh, black princess that was ever written about. It's called The Songhai Princess. Originally produced by Disney, but then they took it away, and then they made Sleeping Beauty instead, which is the same exact story, even though the original story was a black princess, uh, which is uh-huh. which is actually really sad that they did that. Um, and uh, and then yeah, and then my partner Devin Ritchie uh, does these things called passion projects, and he has a show uh, called Humans Playground that the two of us are producing together uh, the last weekend of April. Uh, yeah. And uh, what show is the Humans Playground producing? So what? it's called Humans Playground. It's right. a four-hour party that people can come to, just dance and listen to music. And uh, basically, there are seventeen choreographed dances that have something to do with the uh, the theme of the night, which is change. Uh, so this is the third annual Humans Playground. Uh, and you can type in Humans Playground on Facebook and it'll come up and more information will come up, especially when we have a ideal space. We're, uh, we're dancing between three or four spaces right now. Okay. Because we found that uh, apparently the people coming is uh, almost double the amount of people that came last year. So we're looking for a larger space, uh, if possible. Nice. And uh, so yeah, and uh, it's a cool night. Uh, there will be 17 choreographed dances that happen in some type of flash mob kind of way. Uh, but they're done with professional dancers. And uh, they all have that thing to do with the, the theme change. And then there will be an immersive theater piece that I'll also be in, if you guys want to come see me act again. And uh, then there will also be... Uh, installation art everywhere from all different artists from New York and Brooklyn. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So um, we're going to have to uh, wrap this up because we, uh, we're going to have to start a second segment soon. But uh, where can people, uh, you have a website, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, I believe uh, there's, uh, there's an Instagram uh, and a Facebook. Just type in Humans Playground. Uh, I always post stuff uh, myself, and uh, my page is just a regular page for everyone to see uh, on Instagram if you want to, and it's at C Fordo. So my first initial, my last name, and then my middle initial, which is the letter O. Uh, and I'm always posting stuff. And uh, and yeah, but uh, you should probably just follow uh, Stand Up Productions on Facebook and also Humans Playground. And those are the two things that I work through the most right now. Awesome. Yeah. Got Rodney. It. 
Hey. Where can everyone see you next? Everybody can see me actually at the Broadway Comedy Club in about 45 minutes. I'm going to be hosting the show. <laughs> <laughs> Come right now. Right, yeah. right now. And uh, I also have a show August 22nd, this Wednesday coming up. It's uh, called The Comic Strip. We're going to be stripping down. It's going to be boys against girls, kind of like a battle. And uh, the audience participation is going to be like involved. And whoever loses is going to end up in their skivvies. So. What day is that? All right. That's uh, Wednesday. Are you coming? Yeah, no. <laughs> Carter wants to see Rodney in his own door anyway. <laughs> Jason Cross Check out laughatfirstsight.com Site is S-I-T-E Tomorrow night I'm going to be at Dixon Place For the uh, Women's International Art Salon At Dixon Place That's at uh, 7.30 on Christie Street So uh, please check that out And March the 25th Is going to be the next Fashionably Funny At Broadway Comedy Club Stay tuned We're going to take a quick break We're going to have new guests on And uh, we'll see you in a minute Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy. Sex relationships war Any subject we got it in store Big talking brewskis is coming in live Crack when no bin Marissa has arrived Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith Yeah
Welcome back to Big Talk and Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Jason Cross with us. I'm still here. Jason is still here. We are joined with Beth Maria. Oh, what? That's me. Hello. <laughs> I love your in-studio audience that you have all the time. <laughs> yes. And we've got Chewy May. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, yeah. Chewy. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Thank welcome you. back. <laughs> So, Beth Maria, how was your week? Uh, what you do? What uh, you know do? what? I I like found myself uh, drunk a lot. All right, I found myself drunk. I, I did. I did some. I did some sets, and I I tagged along on some extra late night sets mm-hmm. um, that I wasn't planning on doing. 
got got um, home late and uh, missed my obligations in the morning. So that's where I'm at. You know, just putting comedy first, putting the rest of my life eighth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that that sounds like the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds like and yourself. Uh, I've been good. I've been good. You know, uh, like working shows, uh, having many strokes in between Trump's tweets. That's that's been my life. Yeah. Oh, you know. Did you guys watch that press conference? I did not. I was at a spot. The the one the anti-Semitic one or the one where he which Aren't which they one? there's so the many damn there were more there, there were more I didn't one. even know that I I an anti-Semitic to what he said he's always anti-Semitic and the, the it, one it was one where he was he was screaming about how he's not anti-Semitic oh that was yesterday oh. yeah that oh, one that gave was me conference? so like you know that that like little that he, vein that in the he side knew of your how to say anti-Semitic he's like. Uh, I don't think the Jews are bad. Like that's kind of his way of saying it. No, he, uh, he's actually <laughs> verbatim. He's and it, it's so sad because it's a it's a he's a parody of himself. So it's not even like anyone can do a hilarious impression of him because he is his own hilarious impression. Yeah. He said um, nobody nobody likes Jews as much as I like Jews. That's an, a, like a direct quote. Yeah. Wow. What? And and it was just and that was just like a ramble in the monks of many other rambles. Was his son-in-law there when he said this? No, he he called on a Jewish someone like a who was Hasidic. someone someone who looked Orthodox yeah. Jew reporter, uh-huh. and uh, he first he started off by saying, "Who could be fair in here?" <laughs> Who's going to have a good question? Who's, who's, who's going to have a nice question? Who's going to be nice to me? And then this guy raised his hand. He was like, oh, I've supported your campaign the whole time. Like, he, he like, actually gave into it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, let's see. Let's let's quote him. Quote him. Everybody quote him that he said he was going to be nice. Fine. Go ahead. What the fuck? And, and so he ended up saying, like... Oh, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I don't think you're anti-Semitic. No, none of the people, the groups that I've been with, think you're anti-Semitic. But what are you going to do as president um, about the anti-Semitic things that are happening in this country? Forty-eight. Some he, he like cited a number that there was like death threats or like fire bomb threats for like forty-eight temples in the United States in the last two weeks. Something, some like and, statistic. Like, senators. Yeah, and so then. He Wait, was what like, about the Jewish senators? They've, they've had death threats. Wow. Death threats to the senators? Yeah. What? Schumer and the... And, oh, from know. Trump? From Trump supporters. Oh, that's... Sanders, okay. I'm guessing, as well. Probably. Yeah. 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 Elizabeth Warren? I, I don't know if, I, if she's one of the chosen people, but like... Uh, she's my favorite. You know. No, I'm not saying that she's not a chosen person. No, I don't so know what you're she's saying. One of the chosen is she people. better be Jewish because you like her so much. Well, now wait, you're no. you're you're what you're wait you're pro-Semitic and that's no. worse. <laughs> wait, wait, now I'm confused. I'm sorry. I, I I've been a uh, uh, weird all day. It was the threats against Jewish. Senators. Oh, it's threats against Jewish senators. Not yeah. okay. Not just senator, senators. Okay, my bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. bad. I I, yeah. I don't understand yeah. things. It's okay. <laughs> no, he, I am. He just like goes into like extreme deflection in a way that just dumbfounds everybody and shuts them up and he's whether or not it's a strategy or whether or not it was just a strategy by other people to put him on because that's what he does mm-hmm. you know what I mean just like a shiny thing yeah. that is just distracting yeah, you know what I mean it's a bobble mm-hmm. and so but uh, and for me like because I, I the entire press conference first 
when I, when I was watching it, I felt that little, you know, the little vein on the side of your temple that like flares up when you're Isn't about it an to artery, have a st- like a temporal artery. Yeah, it's it's like I I thought I was going to have a stroke, and then I like to watch him live because. I'm waiting for the day that he goes like full crazy meltdown where he pulls his pants down and starts throwing shit. I think <laughs> we're about like three months away from that, that he's just going to go completely ape and just like start like, oh, Trump likes that. You like it? And just starts throwing poo into the, I, I the media. Think, yeah, I, I, like, I feel like it can happen. Um, or that, or he'll like start peeing on something, but it, it like will happen. I don't think he wants to expose his genitals because I think he knows that we all know how small everything is. (laughs) Or maybe like his hands. Um, (laughs) Or maybe like he's so deluded that he thinks he's giant because nobody else would ever correct him. That like six inches is not giant. It's it's really scary to see all the pictures of how genuinely unhappy he is. Go on. (laughs) Tic tac dick. Go on. Uh, but (laughs) it's like. I think that it's, it was, so there was a lot of, holy shit, I think he's having a mental breakdown moment of the whole press conference. One was when he he told that Jewish um, reporter to, to sit down and be quiet. Yeah, he's like, um, okay, I get your kids, just sit down. Just sit down. <laughs> sit down. I got That's it. That's enough. I, got, I, I, I know where you're going with that question. Sit down, be quiet. So there was one. Um, then, uh, there was a black reporter that asked him if he was going to reach out to the black, <laughs> black congressional caucus, caucus and, then- and he asked her if she was friends with them and if she could set up the meeting oh my God. with them. Okay. And then after, <laughs> you know, everybody knows each other in that community. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. In Chicago. Because, well, I mean, you know, to I, be fair, I'm she went, uh, I know some of them. Oh, okay. But I mean. She didn't it would be have highly unlikely you know, the, circle of black people in the same business that a lot of us wouldn't know each other. I'm not going to But, lie. like, at the same time, though, to set <laughs> up the meeting, issue. and then he says to her, oh, you know something? That question wasn't so bad. You're very professional. Like, oh, okay. was, she, was he expecting her to throw, like, like watermelon rinds she and, like, so chicken bones at him? Eloquent. Like, I just, I don't understand eloquent. it. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, he didn't call her articulate. He called her professional. And, and well, so, that's a step up to from, oh, he speaks so well. Like, Remember they used to say that about Obama all the time? Oh. Um, he speaks, he speaks, speaks so, so well. well. You know, it's <laughs> or like, like how he we wears that the real suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he speaks so well. I, I, like, so in that moment, like, I, I didn't even know. I was so angry with the whole press conference. I didn't know what I was, like, most angry about. It's like, oh, uh, he's trying to say that. The leaks are real, but the news is false. So you're saying that all the leaks that are coming out are real, but the information in the leaks is false? No, like, he's, it doesn't he's make- saying, he's, you're right, it doesn't make sense. What he's actually saying is the leaks are real, the information is real, but reporting on them is fake, which is the most wild of all, of all the things. It's like, how does that happen? Like, how does that even happen? And the thing, just drink, drink it away, people. Marissa. Come on. I have to. It's, you know, <laughs> something I feel like, like we should all be sending him our bar bills. It's like, you, you know, something it's just like or therapy the, bills. The, oh, yeah. Therapy bar bills. If you've got a friggin meth bill out in the Midwest that we're paying for, send <laughs> it to him. He's like, going to buy my next eighth. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy because I feel like the entire country needs to medicate themselves so that they don't have to understand and realize 
the fucked upness of it all. And then he's just kind of like, oh, when someone brought up like the uh, the the ship, the Russian ship that's off our coast, and he's like, oh, you know something? He goes, how do you know about that? <laughs> I could blow it up. I could. Yeah, the 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 best thing I could do is I could go and blow the hell out of that ship, blow it right out of the water. Really, the country would go crazy. Everyone would be like, oh, it's such a great thing that he. Not other presidents did that. Nobody else did that. I could do that. But then I know you guys. I know the dishonest media. I know what you would say. I know what you would do. Oh, he's being too hard on Russia. Wait, where is this Russian ship? It was on the coast of Connecticut. No. Yeah, it was. It started out in the coast of Maryland. And then it moved up to the coast of Connecticut. And it was there for it was like 30 miles away from our submarine base in Groton, Connecticut. And what was it there for? Uh, it's a spy ship, so it uh, <laughs> intercepts communications, and it's also weaponized, so it could blow the hell out of uh, Connecticut, New York, while it's there. Mm. But that's okay, because you know him and Putin are bros. Oh yeah, is it still there? It's probably moved on. The the but. problem, it, okay, him and Putin are bros. The issue is that he's not bros with like the interests of the of. The, the American the American people? people. So not at all. Yeah, yeah well, because Putin's got more money than us. But like, <laughs> it's 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 actually it's dumbfounding, and the fact that like I've been fighting with like alt right Nazis on Twitter like all fucking day. Why were you fighting? This all right, I, th- I think I think that this has got to be the next topic, which is very important, and I had to deal with this. Uh, through like the first weeks after the inauguration, or and even even after the election results, is self care. So how much are we going to allow ourselves to submerge ourselves in this in this news? How much do we need to? Otherwise, we'll be ignorant. Oh, and are, is that are, are we getting a phone? <laughs> no, call? we have a caller. Do we, do we need to put headphones on for this? Wait, uh, do you want to? Oh, it's it's fine. So uh, so self care. Because it it was taking it taking chipping away it was chipping away at my health. I mean, not that it still isn't, but I had to limit how much I'm engaging in these. I I I linked up to two different pro-Trump groups because I wanted I didn't want to say that I was ignorant. You know what I mean? Only seeing my side of the story, right? Uh-huh. So I linked to two groups that were pro-Trump or pro even Republican. And I just, I, I detrimental to my health because yes. it's just absolute ignorance and nonsense. And I, I wish it wasn't so black and white. And I wish like there was some, there used to be some sort of something to play with about this side and that side. Um, and and people, Republicans would hide on being like small government or economic, being conservative economically or like some things to say like oh. Like not to be democratic, but now the person rep- in the highest office representing the Republican Party does not stand for any of those things because he's not really a Republican. Is, is just absolutely out of his freaking mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe we have a caller. Yeah. Uh, hi, this is Mercer. You're on Big Talking Brewskis. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is Vin in Staten Island. Hi, Vin. Hi, Vin. Staten Island. How are you tonight? Good. You guys, I I love it. I've I've been loving the show so far, but I I do have to say, this is no fault of your own. 
and you guys have been talking about Trump for 20 minutes, and it's just it's ruining my Friday. This guy is ruining every well, day of my week. Well, that's kind of what we're talking about now. So, like, how much are we going to allow this to infiltrate our systems? How much time do we give to him? Oh, I don't. I wouldn't give him any time. I think, if anything, I think the Democrats have been a little weak on sort of trying to keep him at bay. I think they're letting, and, and granted, they don't have the votes, but I think they're they're allowing a lot of his nominees to go through without uh, any sort of recourse, uh, even though a couple of them have not made through. Uh, that was mostly due to Republicans, you know, dare I say, sane ones stepping up to. Well, they're, they're necessary, right, because the Democrats don't have a vote. But I'm, I'm really uh, yeah. wondering, Vin, from Staten Island, I know you. I mean, I probably don't. Yeah. Probably. Do I actually know you in real life? Is that why? Uh, I think we're Facebook friends and we've talked. Oh, are you calling mm-hmm. in? Because, okay, cool, cool. So how do you feel about being, obviously, Italian-American Vin, Vincenzo and uh, living <laughs> in the only Republican borough in the five... Oh. In the five boroughs. Yeah. How does it feel? Listen, you're don't get me pro- started on this place. This, can I curse? Yeah, absolutely. This fucking... Oh, my God. I hate it. Listen, Staten Island as an actual place, physically, is beautiful. I actually have to give it a, 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 you know some of the most beautiful parkland in New York City, uh, nice residential neighborhoods. But the people, awful. Complete awful. Yeah, just absolutely. Why would you? Why do you say they're awful? Oh God! You ever been oh, there? God. Are you? Are you from? Chicago? Do I? Oh my no. God! Okay. I'm from Chicago. So oh. here's the nobody wants to ever take the time to read a book or understand oh. what's going on in their <laughs> oh. community. Uh, He's absolutely right. Can I ask time, you? Oh, go ahead. Every time I, every time I talk to people about, uh, like, like, okay, here's a good one. Like, crime is rising in Staten Island, and people are trying to figure out why. It's the pill capital so people of automatically the country. go, like, oh, well, all the crime is happening on the North Shore, and there's black people on the North Shore, so the black people are committing all the crime, uh, and nobody wants to take the time to, because they just need, to, they just need, uh, they just see statistics, so they go, okay. You know, I'm reading the newspaper, and I'm seeing black people committing crime. Oh, my God. But they don't want to take the time to realize the story behind the story. And it's like that I'm, side I'm of the island. I'm surprised you're even saying they're reading the newspaper. For years and years and I'm years. I'm surprised you're saying there's black power. people on Staten Island. It's an issue of, <laughs> of culture and status and people being let down. Uh, Vin, I, I, I grew up in Bensonhurst. Uh, you may have heard of it. Yes. Okay. Uh, and for those who don't know about Staten Island, um, Staten Island, everyone from Staten Island is originally from Bensonhurst and Bay Ridge. They left when the Chinese started moving around. Right? Yeah. So those I grew damn up. Chinese. Those Chinese. Um, and My so. Diker Heights. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's like the name. I know the area well. Yeah. I think I was the first to go visit and make it home safely. Yeah. Diker <laughs> <laughs> Heights? No, I mean. Well, no, they killed Yusef Hawkins over in that neighborhood for nothing. There's yeah. a, a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I so there was this split growing up. So I'm. I'm Italian. I'm from Bensonhurst. Um, and when I was like ten or so, we had like tons, tons of Chinese kids come in, mm-hmm. and then like the Arabic population um, really grow, and everyone fled mm-hmm. uh, to Staten Island. And then like if they were really brave enough to get away from their nonna, they went over to New Jersey if they were allowed to get that far away. Uh, that's why it's so shitty over there. That's why it's so shitty. And I always, like, I, I talk shit about Staten Island all the time, oh. but I really thank Staten Island all the time for taking our garbage. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's true. All the garbage is out here. It's it's ridiculous because people. That's a they, pun on the Staten so Island. Scared of by minorities, the way, yes. they're so scared of people who aren't white. Like right now, we have the highest Sri Lankan population in America. Like what is Sri Lankan? I don't even know. You know, it's smallest residential like area, right and yeah. people are like right frightened of these people. It's like they they just want to open restaurants, and you know. Uh, they just want to feed you pretty much. There's a lot of great Sri Lankan restaurants in their communities that have opened up, and that's really what they're known for culturally here. But there's a completely, uh, you know, a whole half of the island that doesn't see it. I tell people in my own family all the time, like, oh yeah, I went down to, you know, this part of Staten Island and had, you know, this great, you know, Mexican food or this Sri Lankan food or this Indian food, and they're like, like, what are you eating? Like, it's not Italian? Like, you didn't go out for pizza? Like, it's almost I'm, that I'm stereotypical. Really, I'm really like, lucky that I got... They don't know what other cultures are going on in their, in their own backyard. I'm really lucky I got my ass into Manhattan really quick because all that's very foreign Humble to bag. me. That, yeah. <laughs> so now, Vin, we've got another uh, caller, but before we go to them, if you had your magic wand and you could wave it across Staten Island, what would you fix? Oh my god! Yeah, we don't have half hour, but like sum it up. Sum like, it up in five words or less. What what what's the title of your first of your, your next you were novel? Trump. I would get rid of every Republican. Ooh, all, wow. right. all right, good. all right. Good. I like you, Vin. More, you know what? You know what? I'm I'm bisexual. More queers oh. on Staten Island. More queer and LGBT people on Staten Island. Yeah. All right. They're there, Boo Boo. They're just hiding from all the <laughs> fucking morons. You got it, Boo. You got our full support here. Thanks you for calling in. Just gotta turn Vin. the lights on in the closet. But go ahead. Thank you, Vin. Thanks for and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks so much for calling. Thanks for the honesty. Hey, this is Marissa. You're on Big Talk and Brewskies. Who am I talking to? Oh. She hung up. Oh, we lost Vin oh. for no reason. Our first prank that call. That bitch was oh. Republican. Vin, it's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. Wait, she hung up? Or? She hung up by accidentally. Oh. Ooh, All call right. us back. Next call. Please the, call us back. If you, were, if you called us, call us back. We were... we were. Oh, she wanted to shout out... Wait, well, Chewie's friend... Oh, my God. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, Chewie's friend, call us back. Please. Um, no, that's that's. <laughs> I, I I know that like he was kind of uh, upset that we've been talking about Trump for so long, but he, you know, like that's that's this is the environment that we're living in, and so uh, I felt like I had definitely uh, had an achievement that I had gone four days on Twitter without being called a bitch, and uh, you know, it's it's just like I think it's so weird Damn. that. Uh, these these Trump people, it's it's like you call them a troll, and they're like, "Oh, why are you insulting me, you bitch?" Like, you know, it's yeah. just it's they're very very uh, oh. very sensitive. All right, uh, this is Big Talking Brewskies. This is Marissa. Uh, who am I talking to? Hi, Marissa. This is Erica from DC. Erica oh. Nolan. Oh, hey, hey Erica. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Good I haven't seen you in a long time. Twitter. <laughs> oh, you so, oh, how good. you guys doing? Good. How are you good. doing, Erica? She's a hilarious comedian from D.C. Yes, hey, and she's sometimes in New York. We've had her on Fashionably Funny. So now, Erica, what is going on in D.C.? 
I don't know. I, I, I've been, I'm in D.C., but I'm probably the least person or least that knows about what's going on in D.C. I just came back from Saratoga Springs last week. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Right yeah, they, had a, the they have a um, comedy works up there, and I had a spot there. So I've been um, back and forth to Massachusetts because that's where I'm originally from. So I've been back and forth there for a, a while. Okay. Um, but no, D.C. has some good stuff happening, too. D.C. is always good. Very cool. Now, have you been down there um, or seen any of the protests that's been going on? I, I The only one I was in, I went to the one the very next day. I was in the okay. women's protest. Me and I have a teen daughter, so I, I went down um, to attend that. And that was about the only one that I've, I've, I've been included in. There's just too many. There's too many. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think there's supposed to be like a protest every day for the next 100 days or his first 100 days. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm ex- I was exhausted just with that one. But no, we, uh, I, we did just the one so far. I'm too tired after reading the tweets. Like, I, I don't have time to march after that. I need to, like, go to bed and it, pop it, a Xanax. Mentally, yeah, it is. I'm telling you, I can barely sleep at night. And then when you get those little breaking news things, I'm like, oh, my God, like, not again. You got you to gotta <laughs> turn that stuff off because it's not, not, I've never seen a breaking news that was breaking news. Oh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's all Nordstrom's. Yep. But I feel like eventually the breaking news is going to be like, we're in war with North Korea. Like, it's going to happen eventually. Right. So I've I've been playing with this premise. The premise doesn't matter if it becomes a joke, but it's a serious thought. And it's like, okay, how much do we let of this toxic energy exactly. into our bodies before he gets us in this yep and then exactly. how and then the, gets us into what do we do trouble. what do we do if we ignore him and then we miss the first time he says like he's he's gonna like press the the, the big red button you know what i mean like we exactly. can't we can't you're not be, listen to him we can't close our eyes though just because you're gonna us. see an orange flash in the sky and you're gonna be like what is <laughs> that and then you're just them. evaporated <laughs> When you could have been like, I could have said I love you to my loved ones and then been evaporated. Just say it every day, boo-boo. Just say it every day. Scary. Scary thought. But, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like you said, you can't close your eyes. You have to do something. You have to stay involved with it. But, like, what do you do on a a day-to-day basis? You know? Personally, I'm training for the camps. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, they better have a Dominican hairstylist in there because I, I need one. Like every week, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What I oh, I really feel bad for watch. is the Puerto Ricans <laughs> in these ice raids because, like, you know what? Ice I, what? Ice. Yo, guys, didn't hear about the ice raids? Tell me. They're kicking down doors looking for illegal immigrants. Puerto Ricans specifically, like, that. the hell are Puerto Ricans doing? Well, well, because they can't tell the between a Puerto Rican and a Mexican. They just think they're exceptionally yeah. tall Mexicans. <laughs> they, they have like a stop in Flatbush, right? Why? Like yeah. they are involved. They have a checkpoint in uh, in Brooklyn. Some people do think that. Yeah, like <laughs> Trump people can't tell the difference between a, a Mexican and a, and but, a Puerto but, okay, Rican. Okay, so what? What? Why? Why would? Mm, okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to even give okay. you before your right. head explodes. Why, 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 Where's why? my wine, bitch? <laughs> I got a wine. No. Wait, why, why, why? Not, not bitch. Wait, what? My- but like before your what? head explodes, before wait, your head wait. explodes, Trump is, uh-huh. is has uh, Don't do trying it. The wine's to, coming. No, the, the wine is coming. Okay. The wine's Like it's here. fine. Trump is actually uh, wrote an order <laughs> where he wants to use the National Guard to the tune <laughs> of 100,000 National Guard men and women 
to deport illegals in six states across the country. What the? Yeah, it's been going on like crazy in Chicago, I know, because I know people that live there. Yeah. But it's like, I think it was 46 here. 100,000 well, okay, national guards. He's also trying to now, militarize the police. Now, what the checks and balances? Like, I didn't quite get my the, bachelor's in political science, but I thought that there was, here's you know, the there trick, was though. We things have set to, up so that he just couldn't just go haywire like that. So the thing is, is that he has to get permission yeah. from the governors of whether or of not... The yeah, the governors of, of the six states right. to deploy these national guards. It's a trick, though. But... If they don't do it, he's probably going to label them as sanctuary states and cut funding to them, which oh, is going yeah. to trigger them into oh, agreeing to do it. But here's the yeah. trick, though. Look at the long con. Once we get used to people getting rounded up, you know what's next. Mm. Gas yeah. chambers? Something. Well, gas chambers, firing squads, listen, slavery, something. Listen, I yeah. Mass murders. Yeah, apartheid. Exactly. Is anybody so noticed with... I don't want to interrupt you, Google. No, go ahead. No, I... What what Erica? What was that? And that's why I don't understand. Like with the ICE thing, with, with them searching for the undocumented workers. Like, how is he doing this? That's what I don't get. Like, because <laughs> we're decent. How, how are they doing this? Well, they were at um, on this, this. Like, I was w- reading um, Facebook and Twitter, and they had ICE agents on the seven train platform in Flushing pulling people off of the subway no. platforms. How is that not? I, want, qu- I need that to be ahead. See, see the anti-Semitic, we were talking about that earlier, the anti-Semitic, stupid, moronic thing. Did we? Was that on air or were you talking about that before? No, we were talking about it on air. On air? Okay, because yeah. we did have a little conversation before. But the that that flashy nonsense is the first thing that all of us see when we log on to social media or that we get from a CNN update or whatever. But what I want to know is why I'm not seeing ICE agents on flushing in the news. As my top, that's more, that's the most important. Exactly. They ended up uh, 46, 45 people so far in New York City. But like that's oh. the thing with, with, and they with say social media. 80% of them were criminals. What this the was on But Fox how News. do you know that they're criminals if they're on the subway? It's like, oh, oh you use the subway years? so you're a criminal? Like that doesn't how even, they even make know any the person sense. Is illegal? They, but they this just is walk where, up to people and This is where I'm worried about is like like you know, chewy like and grabbing them first and, and then trying to figure it out later. It's that Eventually, these ICE people are just going to start. It's like, oh, you don't look American. Like, you know, are we going to exactly. have to start walking around with our exactly. birth certificates? But do you purses? know what? It's up to it's up to the people who won't get stopped to stand yeah. up. Me, it's up to me out of out of right. this out of this table. Yeah. It's up to me to stand up and and stand for a. I, okay, I'll say I'll say this I'll say this as mil- a million times because I want it to be spread around. The only way we're going to fight this, and it's against black people, it's against immigrants, it's against women. Who is it against? Right, everyone, everyone, everyone. but exactly mm-hmm. white men. But then that's not even true because it's anyone under the one percent. So that's what is there five hundred people, three hundred people in the one per- top one percent of America. So right. it's against all of us. Yeah. So how are we going to do? If if Marissa stands, sorry, if Marissa stands and and talks about black lives matter if i stand there and i start talking about my uterus right because that's the most important to me if if you're standing for immigrant fam your immigrant family right that is one that's that's good 
but it's not as powerful as if I stand for Black Lives Matter, if you stand for women's rights, if you stand for immigration, because if we stand, all, all everyone needs to pick one thing that will, one, one issue that, that if resolved will not directly affect them and stand for it. And that is the right. only way that we will point. get this done. That's a very, very good point. Yeah. Very good. But Brilliant, even. The, the and, yeah. and I'm 100% agreeing with you. And, but here is my, here is the, the, for me, the crux of the problem. And that is that, um, and, 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 I'm not, and I'm not trying to point fingers or alienate anybody, but this, uh, this is not only a white problem, but this is a white male problem. And mm-hmm. it really... We ain't got none of those right now. Where are they at? Uh, I don't like them. No. They're a happy hour because they don't have anything to worry about. I, you know, they're, they're fine for their credit score, but go on. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, they... <laughs> boop, boop, boom. Uh, so, no, but here's the thing, though, is that... If men, and I'm going to say specifically white men, wanted women to be equal to men, they would be because they're the legislators. They're the ones that create the laws, but they don't want us to be equal because they don't want us to compete against them. If they wanted black men to be equal to white men, they would be, but they don't want that because they don't want to have to compete for jobs with them. The only thing is, is that white men that are of the 99% need to stop living this aspirational lifestyle thinking that they have the capability of being the 1% if they were not born in that 1%. It is this dream, this uh, aspiration that they think that, oh, well, if it wasn't for the Mexicans and it wasn't for the women and if it wasn't for the blacks and if it wasn't for Hispanics and if it wasn't for the gays, I would be able to have this money too. When they don't understand that you're just another cog in the wheel, just like the blacks, just like the gays, just like the Hispanics, Mm -hmm. just like the women, just like everybody else that you don't want to think that you are. You need to understand that in this globalization, this global economy that we live in, there is no such thing as black and white, gay and straight. There is only rich and there is poor. And if you are not rich, you are poor. If you are middle class, you are poor because the rich... They're not just, oh, I make $99,000 a year rich. They are, I have more money than nation states rich. And if you do not Mm. have more money than nation states, you are poor. But you've been sold a bill of goods that if I work in a prison and if I enslave people of a different race and a different gender and a different religion... I at least make my pension in 20 years making sure that you're locked up so that you never compete with my kids. Those people are just as trapped in the same economic quagmire as a person living in the projects that are slinging crack to pay for their kids. But they think they're better than them because some person that's in the 99 like the 1% is saying to them oh you know something you're not like the bad ones the brown ones you're not like the foreigners the women the ones with the vaginas you're better than them because you're a man and you're white and you deserve this not like oh well you know something you're just as trapped as everybody else you just have blinders on so you don't see it but you know you know what that 1% needs an army of people 
they need someone on the ground. So what they're doing is convincing people that you could be me, you could just be just like me, you aren't like them, it's helping the idea of us versus them. Divide and conquer. Yeah. This this idea based on race um, or religion or, or gender has nothing to do with actual... Well, I don't think that much feelings about like, I think, I think the people who are, who really believe in like Aryan races and like separating and ethnic cleansing and stuff are very few and far in between. I think most people are just conditioned. And I think that the reason why we condition black versus white, and I really want to get away from black versus white language because it, it, what, what better illustrates extremism? Than calling you black and me white. Put a piece of loose leaf right. next to me. I'm not white. Your microphone next to your skin. You're not black. We are. This is the epitome of calling each other different. Mm-hmm. Opposites. Right. right. So anyway, I want to get away from that language, right. but let's speak in it because we talk like that. But like the the it's rich versus poor, like Marissa is saying, and and the how do we identify people? The best way to identify people, like human, the way that humans just function, is saying you look different than me. I was just seeing this love story of this man who, who this college kid who loves. He's from the east side of Africa, and she's from West Africa, and her mom doesn't want her to be with her. He doesn't want her to be with him. With him, and and just like that, I try to explain that to people all the time. When people are like the blacks, I'm like, have you? ever been to Flatbush? Do you know how many <laughs> blacks there are? Do you think that they don't discriminate against each other? Tribalism. Talk mm-hmm. about, I mean, you would know, can you speak to China? About China? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's, it's such a huge piece of land with so many subcultures, and they discriminate against one another. Within the LGBT community, there you can yeah. stand united in pride when it's us versus them, but in, within the community, people get against each other people will always find a way to make someone other to make it to make to prop themselves up and it's within human nature it's tribalism Mm -hmm. my tribe's better than your tribe but and going back to your your black and white conversation i think that the the biggest irony is is that the blackest person on the planet and the whitest person on the planet are both black you know it, it yeah, it's 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 crazy. They're both African, like they're they're both of African descent. The whitest person on the planet and the blackest person on the planet are both black. But then you have, and and I'm gonna, I, I'll I'll push back a little bit about saying that the um, the ideology of ethnic cleansing is very minimal because I've been on Twitter being called a bitch all day by Nazis. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with that. And uh, I'm actually surprised. And I think that when you get out of because I prefer Facebook because I can control like who Who sees my contact, Mm -hmm. like who's on my page, who I interact with. And uh, when you're in Twitter, you're out there in the hinterlands with a bunch of fucking barbarians. You're like naked in the woods with pieces of raw meat on you. Yeah. (laughs) That's the world, though. I don't have to like is it. it. The it world, is a good though? way of putting it. Sadly, it is. But true, yeah. It is. Is it the world though? The world is what you make it. You know it, and and everybody. Yes, <laughs> but you have to be aware of those elements out there. 
Yeah. There's a lot of those elements out there, and yeah. it, it could be very dangerous. You know, if I, you're not aware of them. Yeah, you could be aware of it, but I can also make my own reality, like we all do, and and do my best to avoid subgroups of people that are gonna cause me harm. Oh, you I don't avoid want them, but to they'll, they, they'll try to find deal you. with them. They 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 tweet me. But they'll find you though. You Some know. Way, somehow. It depends on what type of hate group they're talking about here, but yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, and sometimes they're sitting right next to you, and you never know. Oh yeah. I've had friends, oh, and I was yeah. like, God damn, who is this guy? Oh, right. True. But you know, I keep people like that close to me, so I have my finger on the pulse of what's going on. Well, well, to to and but and yeah, I like to know. Ariel. Ariel. To Ariel's point, I think uh, you can't. My, Ariel's not mic'd up, but she was saying, um, you know, depends on who you are because you can't travel, right? So now you're, you're, we're talking skin color, which is absolutely true. And I don't think people understand what it's like to be someone of color and not and realize that you cannot travel in so many places in this country Go to certain and places, feel safe. Yeah. And you cannot travel or in so many states. people, so many places in this world. I won't even say safe. that I feel necessarily comfortable leaving the metropolitan area. Yes. And I'm going to be 100% with that because I recently, I had gone to Lake George, which is only a few hours away from here. It's still New York State. And uh, I went up there and it's Confederate flags. And Woo, it's Lord. like, you know, and, which is crazy to me because... You know, they've got uh, like Fort William Henry, which is uh, was basically like trying to uh, prevent England from invading our, our country and that it is the north of the north. You, you know what I mean? And how do you have a Confederate flag in the north? It, it, because it represents something yeah. else. It's 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 not representing the Confederate. It is your declaration of white supremacy. And on top of that, then uh, we definitely I I experienced you know Southern people that were there on vacation that were like you know giving me dirty looks and this and the other thing. And I don't feel safe in this environment. And it's it's not even necessarily like. Oh, like I'm afraid of name calling. Like I've been called names my entire life. The first time I was called a nigger, I was in first grade. So I'm over the the name calling thing. What I don't trust is that their law enforcement will actually protect me. So it's not even like a matter of, oh, somebody calls me a name or tries to attack me and, and then I call get, the police and, and then I... And I have the police the to protect me. Fails you too. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't feel safe in in these environments. And like like a lot of comics are like, oh, like you should do the road. Like I don't want to go to Middle America. Oh, why? Why would I go to Middle America? Yeah. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't want to leave just just as a as a, yeah. as a generic white uh, just as a generic woman. You person. don't want to go <laughs> as as your token white person of the day. <laughs> You know, it's hard. It, 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 I don't want to travel. You know, I can't go. I don't feel safe. Yeah. But there is something to be said about the safety that I would feel calling 911 that you wouldn't. Right. Because then I feel if I call 911, then they're going to shoot me when I wasn't the one doing the wrong thing in the first place. Right. Yeah. They might rape me, but they won't shoot me. 
Right. Well, they they would probably rape my dead body, but that's beside the point. Um, but you know, it's 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 very it's unnerving and uh and, and kind of like going to like uh, again like you saying you're an Italian American. Like I have gone on a cruise with one of my friends, an Italian American from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. She's got the Bronx accent mm-hmm. and like you know like Bronx Italian. Like, hey, how you doing? Like and. <laughs> So, like, we're on this cruise ship and, like, all of these southern people scared to death of her because they thought that she, like, she was in the mob or her family was in the mob. And they're just like, oh, like, what are you, a mafia princess? And I'm just like, are you, like, are you kidding me? Like, she's like. But you know what? Somehow it's become honored. It's so filthy. I kind of want, I kind of wish that my ethnicity had that, (laughs) instilled that fear against racist people. Because, like, there was, like, a. Uh, I forgot. I, I, I they do. All you got to do is step back in a stance and do something <laughs> like that. It's like I know karate. <laughs> I know they like people. scared shitless. Yeah. Are you kidding like, me? There was like I, I, I should have pulled it up before sitting down, but there was an article about like a woman pushing old Asian people t- into the subway tracks and calling them ching chong or something like that. What? Uh, that's crazy. I think that I'm gonna pull it up right now. Please tell me like, that was fake news. That would have been on I the news everywhere. Like, I mean, why, like, the, I want- the first time I got beat up, and my friend is here in in the studio audience. And she she and I got beat up in middle school by a bunch of girls from a. You know, an alternating middle school that was riding the bus with us, and one of our friends is Chinese, and she the whole time they were they were beating on all of us, right? We were trying to fight back, whatever. We were much skinnier than them. They were, you yeah. know, we were pussies. But uh, they, the whole time they were beating her up. It was they were saying Ching Chong, blah 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 blah. It's it's just it's just for some reason. It's, you know what it is? You know a comic that just doesn't. Just, just always picks the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. That's what this shit is. It's always yeah. been that way. I don't want to take time to know who you are. I'm just gonna tell you who you are because I don't want to put in the work. Oh yeah, You're, I'm untalented, and I'm just gonna make a joke based on what I see with my eyes. Right. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's it. Like right. I, I used to have a bit about like uh, about the Trevor Project, and I was like, oh yeah, people picked on me being Asian before they knew I was gay because they didn't care to know enough about me to know that I was gay. Right. They just picked on me for being Asian first. <laughs> like, that is- yeah. But if they got, if they took the chance to know you, <laughs> and they, they, they could have like, some new oh, material. You're Asian Double. and you're gay. Double hate crime. Um, <laughs> they really, they weren't getting their money's worth. <laughs> I, I, they could have had two for one, but they, so they chose that one instead. And I, and I hate cutting everybody off, but we've got to wrap this up. Erica, oh. bef- are you still on? Okay. Oh no, she hung up on us. It's okay. Uh, so now before we go, uh, Chewy, where can everyone see you next? Sure. Uh, well, and if you guys are listening from Boston, I'm going to be in Boston in April for the Women in Comedy Festival. Woo! So Woo! Uh, this week I'm a part of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ariel. Uh, this week I'm a part of Stand Up New York Comedy Festival. So check out StandUpNewYork.com for information. And for I'm gonna be all over New York City for the next couple of months. Um, so follow me on Twitter at Chewy Comedy. Follow me on Facebook at Chewy May, and follow me on Instagram at Chewy May as well. Yay, Beth Maria, Beth Maria. Uh, tomorrow night, if you're listening right now, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, I'll be at Salzy in Brooklyn. Followed by Karma at eight o'clock, and followed by Karma at ten. I run a show called Summon the Goats. 
GOAT standing for greatest of all time, so I produce it and I really try to make a quality show every time. And I'm at The Lantern, and the next show is on March 11th at uh, 6 p.m. Jason Cross. Check me out at laughingfirstsight.com. Site is spelled S-I-T-E. Catch Big Talk and Brewskies every Friday night from 6 to 8 right here on FLO Empire Radio. I will be at Dixon Place for the uh, Women's International Arts Salon at Dixon Place tomorrow at 7.30. Fashionably Funny will be at Greenwich Village Comedy Club on uh, March the 25th at 7.30 p.m. Be safe, you guys. Take care of yourselves. Uh, Take care of each other. And we will see you next week. God willing. Bye. Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. 